Welcome to Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. We teach the common wisdom of love and unity that is found in all mainstream religions, metaphysical teachings, mysticism, and inspired secular and religious writers and teachers throughout the ages. Our goal is to help you connect with your higher divine self and transform from the inside out so you can become a force for love and transformation in the world. Each week, we bring you wisdom from our founding spiritual director, Reverend Candace Shalhoub, and other guest speakers. We hope you enjoy this week's words of wisdom. According to the dictionary, something is special when it's distinguished by some unusual quality, especially, the dictionary says, being in some way superior or held in particular esteem. Now, the ego uses this definition of special to pump us up, to show us the ways in which we are superior to those around us. And we can feel superior in this world in a number of ways, whether we possess a particular talent or a skill, especially ones that make you or someone else a lot of money, or we possess traits that are prized by the power structures of the society that we live in, be it our wealth or our race or our religion or other forms of influence. But if we look a little closer at that definition, if we stop, if we just look at that first part, distinguished by some unusual quality, I think by that definition we're all special. Since we all have qualities that make us unique or unusual, maybe some more unusual than others, but, <laughs> but we all have these qualities that make us unique. It's the second part of the definition that the ego uses to trip us up because it wants to make our unique qualities, it wants us to look at all those unique qualities and then judge ours as superior in some way. So then we can deepen the divide that we feel from everybody else in the world. The holy, though, invites us to stick around in that first part of the definition. Because if we can see the unique beauty and qualities of everyone around us, then we begin to understand why A Course in Miracles tells us that all of the children of God are special and none of the children of God are special. We simply are all beloved, innocent, and originally blessed. Without the ego's instance on using something within us to, be, to, to feel all superior, we can begin to see the specialness in all of us because we are all equal in our innate beauty, our original blessing. And that is something that ought to make you say, oh yeah. yeah. Hear these wise and holy words. From the Jesus story, Luke 1, 46 through 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the, hope, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is God's name. His mercy for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he had made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. From the letters of the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. 
to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the only Spirit, to another the works of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. And from A Course in Miracles, chapter 15. In this season of Christmas, which celebrates the birth of holiness into this world, join with me who decided for holiness for you. It is our task together to restore the awareness of magnitude to the host whom God appointed for God's self. It is beyond all your littleness to give the gift of God, but not beyond you. For God would give God's self through you. God reaches from you to everyone and beyond everyone to the creations of God's children, but without leaving you. Far beyond your little world, but still in you, God extends forever. Yet God brings all its extensions to you as host to God. Holy child of God, when will you learn that only holiness can content you and give you peace? Call forth in everyone only the remembrance of God and of the heaven that is in them. For where you would have your holy sibling be, there will you think you are. Hear not their appeal to hell and littleness, but only their call for heaven and greatness. Hello, my name is Candace, and I'm special. Hi, Candace. I got to have your attention. Give it to me. It's easy to see that I'm special, because I'm standing up here talking, and you're not. <laughs> to my ego... Standing up here on this elevated stage and speaking, it is a herald of my specialness. I'm also special because I founded the place and without me, none of you would be here this morning. That's how freaking special I am. No, my head ain't getting out the door. Hey, I got a key too. <laughs> Just because you got a key don't mean you special. <laughs> That's it. But I'm not alone in this club of specialness, you know. You're all special, too. Eh, maybe. In your own way. You're special whenever you think of someone else and you feel superior to them. And I confess, I've got this specialness down to an art. <laughs> I'm especially good at it when I watch all those politicians, you know, the ones I hate with the special hatred. <laughs> They may have the power to take away some of my rights and freedoms, but when I look at them, I feel good. My specialness shines through, because you know what? They're mean and petty, and they want to control the lives of other people, but I, I am generous. I am kind. I want to give people the freedom to be who they are. They want to control my life, but given the chance to be as special as they are, don't I want the same thing? Don't I want the special power to make the laws that they have to follow, whether they like it or not? Don't I want that special power to dictate how the world should look and act and believe? I'm special! So special! <laughs> this jubilance, ah, this is the specialness that the world covets. We all want to be top dog in some arena, even if it's just the leader of our pack of actual dogs, right? I mean, we may not be top dog in our own family or at work or in our relationship or in our government, but doggone it, our dog is going to sit when we tell it to. That makes us special enough. 
for the ego. Look around the world. We're all striving to achieve some manner of specialness. Today, you can do it just by going on TikTok or any other social media and, and making little videos of whatever special skill or talent or eccentricity you might have, and instantly, you are an influencer. I'm special, so special. I got a million followers. I must be special. Specialness is what rules this ego world because it's what builds the dominant systems of control and anoints who is at the top of the power pyramid and who definitely is not. In this particular ego world's power structure that we all live in, you can dominate others if you're male, white, and of European descent. And if you don't have any of those things going for you, then you can come to dominance through wealth and influence or the egoic specialness of your own country that may have religious leaders at the top of the pyramid or some sort of family dynasty. The secret sauce of specialness, though, and why those who become elite are so hard to overthrow is that specialness associates with specialness. Now, if you are powerful, others want to be around you and enjoy the benefit of that power. But if you are the one in power, you don't want to be with those who don't have power. You want to be with the other people that have a little bit more power than you. They want to be with the others who they perceive as powerful. That way they consolidate their power and then they get to decide where everybody else fits on the pyramid below them. It is this egoic specialness that creates marginalized and oppressed groups of people. Because marginalized and, impressed and oppressed groups of people are special, but in all the wrong ways. They have the wrong color of skin. They have the wrong ethnic background, the wrong gender or gender identity, the wrong sexual orientation, the wrong amount in their bank account, or wrong beliefs in religion or whatever. The list is endless because the specifics of specialness have been enshrined in society's codes and ethics. The specialness pyramid that creates in and out groups are what drives the rest of us to find out what it is that makes us special. For instance, I have the genetic benefit of white skin, but I am squarely within outcast groups because of my gender and sexual orientation. It doesn't keep me from searching for some specialness, though. I can use my skill at writing and speaking to vaunt my way to specialness within my outcast groups. I can become an influencer of revolutions where our specialness can unseat those higher up on the pyramid. And on and on it goes. The goal of specialness is our ego's singular driving force to be at the top of the heap, to be among the cream of the crop. Even if we never achieve that goal, though, in the bodily world, we can still feel superior to those who do by pitying them for wanting so badly to control the lives of others. I pity the fool <laughs> who wants to be president or whatever, who wants I can still feel very superior at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> so how do we end this drive for specialness? Ironically, by recognizing our specialness. <laughs> by recognizing the unique gifts that we do have to offer to this world. However, we offer those gifts in a different way than those 
caught in the egoic structure. We offer them not for personal gain or for power, but in their pure form as gifts that extend God's healing and love into the world. In short, we bring our selfless gifts of holiness to bear on a world bent on selfish gain and ultimate power. And we do that, of course, in Miracles tells us, by becoming aware of the true magnitude that we already possess as teachers of God, teachers of love. We can't bring the gifts of our littleness to the world. That's the one that says, I'm special and I'm, I'm superior to you. That's our littleness. But we can use our holy gifts to become a channel for God, to bring God's love through us into the world. As our reading from A Course in Miracles says, God reaches from you to everyone and beyond everyone to the creations of God's children, but without leaving you. Far beyond your little world, but still in you, God extends forever. Yet God brings all its extensions to you as host to God. This means, Jubilance, that you are special. But so is everybody else. We are all host to God, whether we realize it or not. Breathe deeply. My soul magnifies the Lord, Mary says. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. God's mercy is for those who fear God from generation to generation. Mary, she is remembered as special, not just for this soliloquy known as the Magnificat, but for being the mother of the Messiah. I mean, that's some specialness, right? So Mary is venerated by many religions, not, and just as her son is, of course. Mary's prayer, though, even though it may seem to venerate specialness, it's actually a strong rebuke of the ego's hierarchy. Even though she feels she's found favor with God, she continues, He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promises he made to our ancestors, to Abram and his descendants forever. Mary understands the world needs structure. Hierarchies in and of themselves are not a bad thing. It's good we have organization within a society because without it, I mean, we, would, we wouldn't function at all. What needs to change, according to Mary, is this idea of specialness. God brings the powerful down from their thrones and lifts up the lowly. The hungry are fed. The rich aren't anymore. This is a leveling of the playing field, a realization that specialness destroys the world, but equity and justice restores it. Jubilance, we are, law, we are all like Mary. We have found favor with God. We are blessed just like she was. We will be remembered by others as blessings, though, only when we understand that our specialness is in our spiritual grandeur, not in our bodily grandiosity. What we have to offer the world, just like Mary, is the opportunity to give birth to Christ in the world, to give birth to what saves the world.
And we do that by selflessly giving those unique talents and skills that we possess. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, the Apostle Paul told those early Christians in Corinth. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, the other utters knowledge, the other has faith, the other has gifts of healing, another works miracles, another prophesies, another has the discernment of spirits, one speaks in various kinds of tongues, the other one can interpret. All of these, Paul says, they're activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. Jubilance, we all have been given special gifts, not for the purpose of enriching ourselves or climbing the pyramids of worldly power, but to use exclusively for the healing of this world. So no matter where you sit on the ego's hierarchy of power, you have the ultimate power of God behind you, behind all of your gifts, if you're using them to become that open channel for love that will heal the world and right all of these egoic power structures. It's only this use of our gifts that will content us and give us peace, of course, says. Call forth in everyone, it says, only the remembrance of God and of the heaven that is in them. For where you will have your holy sibling be, there will you think you are. Hear not their appeal to hell and littleness, but only their call for heaven and greatness. Jubilance, where are you misusing or holding back your gifts? What skill or talent do you have? Because our calling is clear. We must be using them to remind everyone of the heaven that is in them. In this egoic power structure, all we do is use our gifts to, use, to create littleness and to create hell. Look at the news for five minutes. You'll see what we're creating. But let us in this Christmas season remember Mary's challenge to see the world where egoic power structures are turned on their head, where those who have been denied power ascend from their loneliness, their lowliness, not to go from the oppressed to the oppressor, but to be leaders in equity, where we are all understood, where we all know that our equal place is within God's realm as miracle workers and healers of this world together. I invite you, Jubilance, to be vigilant against specialness. Recognize where you are defending it. You'll know because you'll feel all superior to others. <laughs> go, go, go on Facebook for five minutes. You'll figure out where your specialness is. It's not hard. Whoever you call an idiot, well, now aren't you special? <laughs> It's not easy. We got to work for peace and justice in this world, yes. But not by trying to get atop the pyramid. Not by trying to be the top dog, but to flatten the pyramid once and for all. To bring the high and mighty on an even keel with the lowly so that high and low don't even have a meaning anymore. God looks favorably on everything we see as lowly within us, everything we seek to exalt for our own gain, because God knows that those are exactly the gifts that are needed to heal this world if we will use them rightly. 
Whatever gift it is we have, we are called to give it without reservation, to give it joyfully without thought of any gain, to give it wastefully without any thought of conservation. So I ask again, Jubilance, what gifts are you withholding from the world today? What gifts are you using to selfishly enrich yourself? Yeah, you gotta make a living, right. But what are you using just for you that could heal the world? Whatever they are, God can use them to crush the egoic pyramids of inequality and injustice in this world. Mary knew that her lowliness would be used as an instrument to save the world. But she didn't think she was special though. She didn't think her son Jesus was going to be all that and Jesus himself specifically rejected the specialness of the world. You know, the, the story of the devil in the wilderness saying, all oh, this can be yours. Oh, sorry. <laughs> For my Monty Python fans. But, you know, <laughs> I want to sing. We'll do that in a minute. <laughs> Blessed are the cheesemakers. Blessed are the cheesemakers. <laughs> But when Jesus was offered all the riches of the world, he said, no thanks. I don't live in this world. I live in the holy world. And that's what we're challenged to do. You are special, but so is everybody else. The trick is to use your specialness in service of healing for the world. Because when you can become the open channel for that kind of special love to come spilling forth in everything you think, do, or say, then the whole world will experience God's healing. And all we'll know to say is, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us for Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. If you enjoyed the program, we hope that you'll support us by leaving a good review of this podcast wherever you download your shows. We also hope you'll support us in other ways, either by becoming a subscriber to our YouTube channel and our weekly newsletter, or by supporting us financially. You can find out how to do all of that by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. Many thanks to Audio Coffee from Pixabay for supplying our podcast music. Join us again next week, and until then, take the words of Meister Eckhart with you. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will be enough. We thank you for your time and wish you the kind of week that'll leave you saying, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>